Hi and welcome to a new episode on Who Are Mathematicians. This is Fazan Azim, your host for the show. So today we're going to have this episode is going to be kind of special again, a bit technical, a bit insightful, a little complex and a lot fun. So today I'll be talking about my own work. I'll just um sort of tell you about what exactly I'm working on. So uh you know, I've recently uh developed my own website called selfazanazim's mathematical research. Um so I've purchased my own domain on um selfazanazim.com. So what happens here is that I had delivered a series of lectures which were on different websites of the institutions where I had actually delivered this. And a few copies that I had, I had put it on my YouTube channel. Apart from that, um I had uh, published four research papers. I have published four research papers as of now. I've written a book called The Voyage into a Black Hole with Fazan Azim. Um and I've been collaborating with a lot of uh, mathematicians around the world. Uh few of them are very well known. So, yeah, all of this uh with including this podcast itself. So, I wanted a single platform on which I could cite all of it. and uh, yeah the motivation for the you know the core motivation for um uh, the entire setup of the website was to have a single platform where you could you know cite and collaborate uh, with my research so first and foremost thing i would like to announce this and i just hope uh, uh i find a lot of mathematical curiosities uh you know giving me a thumbs up on my on my website Um also if you're interested you can have a membership now. Uh we've recently got this. Uh we have basic plan as well as a premium plan. So you can just check that out. Okay. Coming back to the topic of what exactly I'm working on as of now is uh what I call uh quantum geometry dynamics. So uh, this a few of you might be really familiar with what is quantum geometry dynamics as uh as this is not something new that I have bought up or something. um this is a sort of a profound topic but um it does not have a major understanding or major uh, you know propagation of uh, its importance and stuff so yeah so i was uh, initially working on classical geometry dynamics now uh, apart from that i was also working on what i call uh, quantum field cosmology that is to you know describing um, the hot dense early universe with the help of quantum field theory so uh we actually do inherit a few uh, complex structures a few complex geometric structures and those things um yeah the lectures on those are available so i'll just tell you uh, today a little bit about quantum uh, geometry dynamics so the first and the foremost thing is what is geometry dynamics so yeah it's sort of an amalgamation just hearing a name you could get something like you know this could be sort of an amalgamation of geometry with quantum mechanics i'm sorry uh, geometry with uh, dynamical systems so that's how it is in fact um so you see you, you have a dynamical system dynamical systems are the systems that are evolving in time so um those dynamical systems are intrinsically connected to the geometry in which a uh, geometry of the spaces in which these execute so you could have some random abstract spaces uh and you could have dynamical systems on those spaces so um they are affecting each other intrinsically so how did we first figure this out is that uh, by the general theory of relativity in 1915 you know the way of 
uh, Wheeler puts it is matter tells space time how to curve and space time tells matter how to move so uh, this uh, you know the advent of uh, the general theory of relativity was one of the greatest insights by albert einstein that's what made einstein einstein okay so what exactly happened at that point is at least in terms of mathematics two different branches of mathematics that is dynamical systems with geometry connected with each other we finally understood that they had some intrinsic connections now why am i trying to find out these connections between different branches of mathematics i'll just give you a simple example what is pi by definition we understood pi through greek geometries as the ratio of the diameter of a circle to its circumference i'm sorry the ratio of the circumference of a circle to its diameter yeah and we see pi in places where we never expected okay so uh, i just don't have one example there are, there are a lot of examples where you just see pi and don't just expect it okay it could you also see pi in you know just just take up to uh, you know blocks on a frictionless surface which are colliding with each other the moment you start increasing their masses from 1 to 10 to 100 so you see the digits of pi you see the digits of pi in probabilities where one could never expect to see pi there so what exactly could cause this okay this couldn't be something supernatural you know uh, you're just inventing something that's out there and that's playing a major role so that could be a philosophical implication which i don't want to comment about uh, because i don't think i can um, or i don't think this could lead anywhere uh, rather than having a you know uh, a misfit uh you know idea about what exactly is happening on a philosophical viewpoint so i'll just talk you know as much logical as it can be so what happens is maybe they have deeper inner connections maybe the pi that is obtained from the ratio of the diameter to the circumference has something to do with probability and that is these different branches that we thought these things that we thought are completely different that is you know in case of this we thought the geometries are completely different from probabilistic theory or from a mechanical system on a frictionless surface which is of absolutely no use to physicists or to mathematicians you know this frictionless surface and then um, blocks colliding with each other unless you discover something strange and that's exactly what contributes to mathematics as a whole as well in fact you know when you see mathematics is all about patterns where do you find these patterns you find these patterns within mathematics itself so that's exactly something that's happening there you see this fine you find these patterns again and again and then you say that there is something deeper you know uh, there is there is a deeper underlying reality there, there's something you know uh, a framework that probably we've not discovered yet so that's what makes mathematicians think that they're discovering something that already exists so yeah at this point we have to realize that uh uh these kind of things like pi appearing almost everywhere you know um is 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 actually telling us that there are a lot of concepts which are intrinsically connected and how do you find it how do you understand it so for me it's very important to take up different branches of mathematics and see what is a deeper underlying connection uh in fact uh, uh you know the recent fields medalist akshay venkatesh uh, was an indian australian uh american so yeah he won fields medal because of uh, you know the deeper connections that he saw this is what i'm speaking on a very broad spectrum i'm not going into the details of his work i'm just speaking on a very broad spectrum so he found a deeper connection between number theory uh, to be specific about arithmetic 
you know in arithmetic there is something arithmetic is a study of prime numbers so prime numbers are the basic building blocks of all the other numbers that you have so every number that you have can be broken down into certain primes which implicitly you know um makes sure that you know these are the building blocks of every other number that you have uh, so at this point we can understand like just like atoms are the building blocks or or you know in terms of particle physics uh just like these particles you know in the standard model are the building blocks of everything you see around and those are fermions so just like that in case of numbers so every number can be written as these prime numbers as a product of these prime numbers so these prime numbers are the basic building blocks of every other number so if you want to study whole numbers you know uh so you actually end up studying it's it's important for you to study prime numbers because they are the basic building blocks of everything else that you see okay all right so there is something really important and something that just simply pops up to mathematicians when they're talking about prime numbers and that is what is known as the riemann's hypothesis this is one of the millennium problems that are out there so uh if you find a solution to this hypothesis if you just prove this hypothesis you're going to be giving given a million dollar with a fields medal and a breakthrough prize all right so what this says is that this sort of brings up a connections between prime numbers and whole numbers okay so uh, there is what you see what what we call as a riemann's zeta function that's written with a greek alphabet zeta okay so just like that you know very similar to that there is another function called l function so what akshay was working on was he saw the deeper connections between these l functions and uh, three dimensional geometries especially with what we call knot theories okay uh so what i am currently working on is another similar uh, you know amalgamation which i just told is quantum geometry dynamics so we had a picture of geometry dynamics from einstein so what better have we done in 100 years it's been 105 years now correct he first gave it in 1915 November of 1915 is when he formalized the generalized theory of relativity. Mathematical implications began, you know, speculations of existence of black holes and you know, the Minkowski's ideas of space-time were there um since special relativity itself. So what this uh, brought about is that there were some intimate connections between uh geometry and dynamical systems. So that was impressive. But now we have evolved geometry and dynamical systems in a lot of lot ways. Okay, we've done uh, we've come a long way from Einstein in past 100 years. Uh of course, uh, when you see uh, we have realized the importance of stochastic processes. And that is non-determinism. We can't be 100% sure of something happen that 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 can happen or you know, or has to happen or will happen. We just can't be sure about it. So that is what brings about something called chaos. a non determinism and to deal with this what you have is what we call stochastic dynamical system so how you have a dynamical system that's evolving in time and you, you're not 100% sure of what exactly that's going to happen so what you do is you have a different treatment to it you have a probabilistic approach and you call it stochastic dynamical systems all right so that's where you have stochastic dynamical systems on the other hand of geometry einstein worked with what we call differential geometry okay so differential geometry works with curved spaces So there is something called curvature, a factor. Okay. So it's not that the previous geometries were wrong or something. We just end up coming to a beautiful conclusion in mathematics. That is, everything that you had before wasn't wrong. It simply was a special case of what you have now. You have a generalized and a more more abstract theory of what it possibly could have been. You know, a Euclidean space. It's a flat space. 
okay that's a special case of differential geometry the euclidean geometry is a special case of differential geometry where your curvature is zero so just like that we have evolved a new geometry and we call it fractal geometry now fractal is not got to do something with self similar patterns please let's not misunderstand it that way if that was the case if fractals was all about self similarity then a straight line would have been you know a fractal so that's not what fractals talk about fractals simply stand for fractional dimensions so you have your spaces which are fractional dimensional what does that lead to roughness not smoothness something that is in odd with differential geometry yeah you might seem something like that because you don't have the concepts of infinitesimal when you have your spaces uh, not smooth but rough you know so are they with odds no that's not the case because i just told you that's not the case you know what happens is uh you have a evolved form of geometry and that's what you call uh you know fractal geometry so what happens is just just introduce another concept just like you know i i told you there's a factor called curvature we'll just invent another factor uh and we call this roughness so when roughness becomes zero then you can just work fine with the differential geometry saying your surfaces are smooth all right so on the hand of geometry you have something called a, a fractal geometry which is something that i'm using as of now okay and on the side of dynamical systems you have stochastic dynamical systems So I was working on what I call stochastic dynamical systems for a long time now. But then I realized quantization is a sort of generalization to stochastic dynamical systems. So I can now call it quantum geometry dynamics. Now why? Okay. Now stochastic might deal with what is known as Heisenberg's uncertainty principle, but quantization has a lot more deeper meaning. There is there is you know when you say you you had a classical field and then you have a quantum field Okay you need to understand the concepts of spinners for this but I'll just be really really broad on this so I'll just tell there are a few very special elements when you say something is quantized you know number one is that it actually has to be quantized it literally has to be quantized you got a normal field you got a classical field and you got a quantum field how do you have that transition how do you remove that decoherence is that number one you have to quantize it number two you need to take care about the superposition principle that's really important number three you need to bring about the concepts of the state the state of a system and its wave function number 4 is the heisenberg's uncertainty principle you need to take care about the uncertainty principle so after all this and then you end up removing the decoherence from a classical field to switch to a quantum field so this is what happens so as of now i'm working on this quantum geometry dynamics and i think this roughly gives you an idea of what exactly quantum geometry dynamics is uh so as of now i think this is it I just hope to see you soon in another episode. This is Fazan Azim. Yeah, thanks a lot. Bye.